Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday Morning MV Pro Call. Today is August 17th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live, as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which you can do because Jen is here and actually knows how to record. <laughs> For those of you, I said two people last week that emailed me and said, hey, what happened to the class? And um, that's because I wasn't able to get it to record last week, and Jen wasn't here to save us. So, Jen, you, among your many other brilliant skills you are an excellent button recorder pusher so thank you <laughs> so um, i've been told that before <laughs> i push people's buttons pushing buttons jen jen smith president of motor vitality button pusher <laughs> so um anyway uh you can of course listen to most of the um of our calls uh, in years and years and years worth of archives by visiting motorvitality.com or by subscribing to Motivitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use. Um, so, uh, but we do, you know, last week we had an amazing conversation. Uh, thank you, Scott, over uh, some AI technology that was really cool. So it, it was an argument for being on live and listening um, because of those rare times that we're not able to put them up on the podcast, so we really welcome those of you that, that come on live and, and join the conversation. Um, so I am going to start the call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by um, asking, is there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that is worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or uh, anything we can help you with? And before I, I, I put that out there, let me just say that we were talking about this right before the call. My Some of my favorite calls that we have is like last week where we start with these three questions and somebody has something. And, you know, I always come with a topic, but I'm so willing, unless we have a guest speaker, I, I love being able to toss that topic out the window and, and, and actually take, you know, start talking about stuff that you guys bring to the table. And, and I, those are my favorite conversations. So, so I really appreciate that. So, again, anything anybody learned this last week you wish you had known before, anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country or anything we can help with, any questions you might have. Anybody? Well, Kelly, I'll have a couple if nobody else oh, does. Oh. Go, Jen. Go, Jen. <laughs> but, um, I first, I don't know, is Kayla, yeah, button push, is Kayla on? I know Thursdays are kind yeah, of crazy. Hey, okay. I want to congratulate her. We're talking the other day, and she's like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I sold, you know, when I ran a sales appointment, I sold it. So this is her first all by her very self, um, and it was a little bit um had a little bit to it she sold her first sale and it wasn't just like you know just an RO or just a softener what what all was entailed in the sale Kayla um it was a softener and an iron curtain and uh, an RO wow awesome yeah (laughs) that's my girl okay so (laughs) anyway congratulations Kayla um Do you no, guys remember, um, those of you on the call, do you remember the feeling of your very first yeah. sale in this industry by yourself? You know, the, the very first one you ever made by yourself. Do you remember? Anybody? I do. I, I, I kind of remember, like, they said they wanted to buy it, and I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't mess with me. <laughs> so you guys going to die on this one. My very first deal was actually a rental, but it was a massage parlor. Oh. Like a... And yet it, is late, it has since been raided by the police. <laughs> so when you drive by, do you say, I sold that one? <laughs> well, well, that makes sense that it was a rental. <laughs> but my first accident was actually later that day for a Christmas present. But, awesome. Yeah, Still ever was a massage parlor. And, and the <laughs> rental, I didn't realize that your company rented ROs or softeners by the hour. Um, <laughs> we didn't either. <laughs> so um, who else? Who else remembers their very first sale? It's been too long for, for those of you, for some of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kayla, I, it, do you have anything yeah. to add? Um, I not really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I had heard you pipe up for a second, and I the, there is sometimes a little bit of a delay in the the call. So yeah. Yeah. No, I was Jim, pretty said, exciting, but... Go ahead, Kayla. No, no, it was it was exciting, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The congratulations. Awesome. That is. That is really cool. It is really cool. So, um, the uh, um, Jen, you said you had a couple things, or was that it? Oh, yep, I do. Which kind of leads into our conversation today. Um, last week, Kelly says, uh, "Hey, what should we talk about?" Like we do. Actually, we talked. We discussed this the day <laughs> before, and so the hour before, before. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "What should we talk about?" And something that we're actually we're we're working with a company um, in Northern Indiana that is we're helping them start up a brand new water treatment division. Um, they're currently a plumbing company that is well-known in the industry um, or well-known in their area and for all the right reasons, all the good reasons. And, um, you know, they're looking at what do we do as far as naming our water treatment division. And something that I found um, when I was out training with Kayla is that the phone rings and people, um, the company that she works for, they know the name. They've been in business, third generation. Everybody knows um, the second generation. He has a farm that people come out to, and he rents or he lets people come out and get married and do camps and things like that on his uh, on his property. So everybody knows that company. Um, so then we're running into, you know, a little bit of the question: Do we keep the plumbing name, or do we do a um, and I'm just going to use the name ABC Plumbing. That's the, that's not the name of the company, but I'm just going to use ABC Plumbing. So do we turn it into ABC Water Treatment, um, or do we turn it into, you know, Great Water, Water Treatment, a division of ABC Plumbing? And because I think it's really important to have a name recognition if you already have a name that your community likes and trusts. So that's kind of what we we started talking about and where I thought it was a good idea to discuss this, um, you know, if they're not going to use their current ABC plumbing name somewhere in the, in the company name, then do they need to find a product that 
is familiar to everybody so that they're not looking like they're just a very startup company. Yeah. So that's what brought on our topic today. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's. I, I think what I wanted to do is, you know, talk about branding, right, and mm-hmm. is in kind of the what's – you know, and when you and you and I were talking about it, Jen, we were you know kind of thinking about okay, how do we brand? And there's a couple different ways that we brand. And I I thought we'd open it up for discussion and and maybe get some pros and cons of both. So so there are certainly companies, Stacy. This is you know one that you work with. I know where the brand is. It's you know it, it's a well known brand. It's a well known company. You know, nationwide, the marketing is done really well. You know, they and so the it's it's a branded both on the product, the manufacturer, but also the company. And so, you know, the dealerships that uh, other dealerships across the country that have that. And so you've got a company, and the one that that Jen is referring to, you know, our client out in Minnesota, it has nothing to do with the softener, the name of the company. The branding has nothing to do with the the product they carry. Then you know they. They could switch the manufacturer of, of of equipment that they carry and probably not have any change in their business because nobody nobody knows them by the 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 brand of softener they carry even though it's a well known well respected uh, you know high quality brand it's it's not the the brand that people know they know the um, they know the the name of you know it's their last name and and um, so you know first off how do you guys brand you know how, what are you known as are you known by the product you carry um, or are you known by the um, the company you know and, and I I think there's two different ways of branding and I'm I'm kind of Curious to hear you guys talk about or hear your insight on which one ha- does one have an advantage over the other and go. Kelly, this is Tony Marino. How are you doing? I'm great, Tony Marino. How are you? I am well. So <clears throat> I work for a pretty large brand uh, or company that represents a pretty large brand, Brita Pro. And everybody knows Brita. Brita has the advantage of or Brita Pro has the advantage of riding the coattails of Brita, which spends, or Clorox, and spends $40 million a year in advertising. So I think it really depends on what the dealer's budget is, how they go to market. And, for instance, your your person in Minnesota, when he goes to sell that business and it has his own name on it, that can be a deterrent for people wanting to purchase that down the line. So when you look at the end game, you created a brand based on somebody's name that's not tied to a product, then, again, what's the succession plan? Do you have somebody in that organization or family that's going to take over, or are you going to try to someday cash in and you have to be able to sell what what that name's worth? And if it's somebody else's name, how do you separate that? So that would be the downside. The good side, like you said, is you're not tied to a product specifically. Um, you can choose whatever product you want, and your reputation and integrity is built on on your name, not your product. On the other hand, if you don't have, you know, if you're just starting out and you don't have that history to build upon, 
then it depends on marketing dollars. Do you ride the coattails of somebody who spends $40 million a year, or do you start to build your own brand? So I think it's a timing thing based on what your goals are and how long you have, you know, what's your, what's your plan? Uh, how, how, how fast do you want to get to where you think you want to go? And I think that would help determine whether you want to tie yourself to a big person or a little person or, or start out new branding. Um, See, I th- Tony, I think that's a really valid point, but I also, you know, what comes to mind, I, I think that that's really important really to think about, especially from a dealer standpoint. On the other hand, when you think about the main products within our industry, okay, um, you know, I'm thinking Culligan, Helen Brand, uh, um, you know, Nelson, uh, Clack, uh, you know, you think about the name, what, what do they all have in common? A Clack valve. No. <laughs> they are all the last names of the people that started the companies. True. You know, so, True. so it, you know, it, 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 there, there does come a point where the, um, you know, where the name becomes the brand. I mean, we, we see that all over the place, but I think if you are not going that direction where you're looking at, you know, if your little local dealership is not going to become a national brand, you know, or you're not going to carry. So I think, I think you're, you're exactly right that it has to be part of the, um, you know, part of the end game. What do you want to do? Are you, are you looking to go nationwide, you know, I, or, or right. you know, to create a product that everybody else is going to carry that other people be outside of your organization are going to, to buy into. So I, I think that's a really valid point, but um, I, also I think you, don't, go ahead. you don't want to put eggs in one basket either. Yeah. I mean, I, I represent a very big brand, but we have new partners that come on um, regularly and a lot of times they'll use that name in conjunction with their own name or whatever label they're going to put on their business. For instance, so-and-so powered by Brita Pro or so-and-so authorized dealer. I think that way you can change the tagline and still build your brand your way with, you know, the vision that you have without having to rely on somebody else going under selling out to somebody else. Or, I mean, look at the, look at all the, you know, Franklin, the Franklin conglomeration now that has Aqua Systems and Halibrand and all these others wrapped into it. And then you just got to decide where do you fit in. So yeah. having your independence like really strong. Yeah, Paul. Oh. Can I speak to this? Yeah, absolutely. Because we went through some of what you're talking about and what Tony's talking about. Good morning, Tony. Um, hey, how are you? Yeah, so good thing. So we had a bit of an evolution. We started by using my father's initials and my initials, AF water conditioning, EF water service, and then eventually we found it was less confusing to just use our last name. So about 30, 35 years ago, we switched to free arts water treatment. And, and we would use that, I felt, to our advantage in a couple of ways. Like you were just talking about. Number one, they're buying, basically, it's, it's us they're putting the trust into like you were saying, right. they didn't know whether we were using Fleck, Autotrol, Clack. They, I mean, a few customers maybe could tell the difference, but most people outside the industry, they might know the name Culligan, 
But it, once you go much beyond that, or maybe Connecticut or a couple of others, they don't mulch you along the faintest idea what's what. And we thought we used that to our advantage to say, look, it's my name on that system. There's a problem. You know, it's me you're going to call. It's not right. the manufacturer in Ohio or California. And when we sold the business, uh, we sold it. And we said the question is, do you sell the rights to your name? Or right. do you prohibit them from using the name? We sold the rights to the name along with the business. So it's still called Freehouse Water Treatment, even though we have no involvement with it at this point. And that also enabled the present owner to make changes. So, for example, he changed the type of twin tank that we were selling. He, didn't, he agrees with me in my love affair with twin tanks. He gets that. But he made a change. Most customers have the faintest idea that we're not using, he's not using yeah, company it's ABC. Right. He's using XYZ. Yeah. They don't care. It doesn't matter. That's good. So anyway, and I think that's a huge oh, advantage well, to... One of the thoughts yeah, I made. Back when GE bought Autotroll, we were selling Autotroll, and GE tried to encourage people to adopt the GE moniker and promote it because it was so well recognized. And Never then, worked. That only lasted for a little while. And then GE said, we're basically out of this game for the most part. So we did not jump on that bandwagon. But had we? Now what? Now we're branding yeah. as GE, and GE yeah. has basically left us on the wayside. So yeah, I'm, I'm not big on that. But that's just my great perspective. Point. And, oh, and you know, point. as a businessman, that's not my strong suit. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. I would like to kind of, I would like to kind of um, piggyback a little bit on what Paul said. You know, I'm, I'm famous for talking about Facebook posts and things like that. And you know, when somebody says, you know, who do I go for, go to for a water softener? It's, it's interesting because, and I know we're not really supposed to talk names or brands or manufacturers, but you know, we'll get the, we'll get the. Either Connecticut, I have a Connecticut, I have a Culligan, or they will name the local Echo dealer, but they name the the company themselves. Or, you know, the local yeah. Helen brand dealer, they name the, the company themselves. So, again, that goes back to the recognition of, of the name. So That is kind of interesting. Yes, yeah, people, and that's that. So if you're in an area where the brand – of the softener is, and look, we're talking about branding, so obviously we're mentioning brand names, not not endorsing yeah. one particular over the other as we're talking about that. But I, you know, so I want I want people to be free to talk. In fact, Stacy, I'm kind of curious because you actually work for Culligan, and you know, what is your, what are your thoughts on this as a as a sales professional being out there representing, you know, you. Do you find it easier to have that, you know, as a, from a sales professional standpoint, that um, that name recognition, that branding, and, or you know, does it? Do you feel like it in any way ever ties your hands? Um, I don't think it really ties my hands, other than people just automatically think we're expensive. Ah, right, right, but. People, it depends on the generation. We had, so, summer of 2015, 
15, yeah. My son worked in our warehouse for the summer for while he was in college. And none of his friends knew what the heck Culligan was. Now, a lot oh, of the younger parents, people, right, because they weren't they didn't grow up with the Hey Culligan Man commercials. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So there was a lot of people a lot of, you know, the younger generation really don't know who we are unless their parents had one. Interesting. So, right. so that, you that's get changed people, a little. You know, older, they know that, you know, I had a guy yesterday, they're pulling out a perfectly working softener because they don't think it worked as well as their colligan. I tested it. I told them it worked. Like, she's not happy. She wants their colligan again. Yeah. Well, we do run into that, too. Uh I think all manufacturers probably – I I had stories like that where it didn't matter. People, they just – they wanted their comfort. You know, and I I think Uh that happens in other industries, too. You know, you might have somebody might – you know, they use Tide. That's all they use is Tide laundry detergent and, you know, the Mm -hmm. – the all or you know I don't, I'm thinking you know whatever you know, era or whatever else might work perfectly fine, but they they want their type you know they people and exactly. that is one of the things about branding that I mean it's successful branding when people when that's ingrained to people you know that's that's successful branding. Scott, I don't know the name of your company. Um, you know we you've done a good job on this call, Scott. You know, I don't, I don't, I think you've shared with me, but we don't talk about it that often. But what is your, if I may, you know, just kind of, because I know you're a regular here as well. What are your thoughts? You know, is it, are there pros and cons of, uh, you know, of branding by the, by the product or by the, um, you know, by the, uh, you know, by the company itself? Uh, well, we're about product. So we're Aqua Systems of Alabama. Um, okay, so Aquasystems into, is a brand, right? Right, and and so, um, but we're dropping the Alabama because we're expanding into Tennessee, Georgia, um, and Mississippi, and Florida. Um, so we're right. expanding our territory. Um, but um, what you were talking about is a plumbing company that's already established, um, has a long, well-respected name, and what I was thinking of is just the expense of starting a new division flat-footed, um, not only the cost of, like, wrapping vans and shirts and materials um, and and trying to generate a brand-new company where you could take that expense and use your name and just advertise the fact that you're adding this additional service. Mm-hmm. Then when you go in and you talk about your company story, Um, Well, we've been in business for X amount of years. Um, If you ever have a problem, you contact us. Um, I think it would, I think it would be more, I think it would make more sense to me to, to advertise and let people know that you're adding this additional service um, and use your reputation of your name, regardless of the product. That's really a great perspective, great feedback. Yeah. Hi, it's Michelle. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, that that really um, just makes a whole lot of sense. Is that it? Just a compliment, Scott? Yes, compliment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, mic drop, Scott. <laughs> so I have to agree because 
Oh, we just got a lot of something just happened. Where they seem having a hard time hearing you. Does anybody else? Somebody's got a window or something. Yep, we just we, we get pretty loud there for a minute. Okay, it's better. Go ahead, Stacy. Um, one of the things I use as a sales tactic a lot for a lot of local companies is, you know, we've had an office since the nineteen late forties in Indy. How long is that other company going to be around if you need them for repairs? So using a name brand recognition for a company that's been around a long time is huge. Yeah, right, right. I prefer the word hey, strategy wanna... over tactic, though, just from a semantic <laughs> yeah. Sales strategy. Tactic sounds like, ooh, I've got these tactics. The, uh, yeah. um, but anyway, <laughs> just jumped out. It there. is one of so, those. Anyway. It is what talking point yeah absolutely mm-hmm. somebody else somebody else had a comment yeah i i want to piggyback on what scott said um hey scott if you're starting these other companies i know a really awesome company that helps with hiring and training sales teams and training uh, installers give me a call if you're interested well <laughs> <laughs> You know, it it is, you know, speaking of motor vitality, right? I mean, that was something when when I started the company and came up with the name, and Jen, you, you know, you saw some of this as we started to really get out there. But, um, you know, people thought, because motor vitality has nothing to do with water. It, it, even though we exclusively work in the water treatment industry, you you don't think water, you know, and I did it because I made the name for those of you that aren't aware, you know, vital motivation, life changing strategies, you know, what, what, you know, it's to, to be able to um, take, have the motivation to change your life, you know, to do, to do hard things that make a difference. And, and that's where it came from. And I didn't want it tied to my name because someday I'd like to be able to exit out and not have the company rely on, on me, you know, I want to be able to step aside and, and let the company go on. But within the industry, it was really challenging. And I mean, you know, we made a tongue-in-cheek um, ad that we put out, and we still use sometimes. You see the headlines: "We don't sell vitamins." And that's because for for a long time, because of motor vitality, people, what do you guys do? You sell vitamins. You sell you guys do financing, you know, what? and it, it's gotten better now after 14 years. I think people are, you know, across the industry, I think we're, we're well known enough, but um, there are still plenty of people out there that hear it and they, they have, they have no idea. In fact, it's, it's not uncommon. I was just talking yesterday that we need to buy the domain name at Moto Vitality because people still don't know the, that it's MOTI, you know? And so there is, Scott, to your point, it's, it is a lot more difficult to brand something from scratch. You know, to, to build that name recognition, recognition is, is a, it's not impossible, and there are some benefits to building it, you know, to having it there um, separate. But it, it definitely is a much greater challenge. It's, it's much more difficult to build that brand name from scratch, especially if it does not have any – if the name doesn't say anything about what you do, you know. Any other comments or thoughts?
Any final final thoughts? I do want to say, you guys, these are I love these conversations. You know, where everybody hops in, and there's, I mean, from from Tony, your comments, and uh, you know, from to to get it started, to um, Stacy and Scott and Michelle, who compliments. <laughs> <laughs> which is always good. It's nice to have that. Um, and um, Kayla and everybody else on the call, I don't know who else is on. We had quite a few people on. Um, I, I love these discussions. That's that's why these are my favorite calls, you know. Um, and we did that last week, too, where we all kind of talked about, you know, talked about the topic. And that's the idea here is so that it's not the, the Kelly Thompson lecture half hour you know, and I, I love the feedback. I love walking away with this with, with different thoughts and and uh, insights than I than I came to the call with. So I do want to say from sincerely, uh, I appreciate you guys taking your time to to come on and participate. And unless anybody anybody have any final thoughts or anything you want to add, Okay, then we will call it a day, and thanks, everybody. Be safe. Have a, have a great weekend. We will talk to you next week, if not before. So thanks, everybody. Kayla. Thanks. Thank you, Kara. Yep. Thank you.